You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 539. Hobbits beaten by windows. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome to My Mac Podcast number 539. Yes, I'm going to be interested to see just how Windows can beat the Bigfoot. <laughs> really going to be quite interesting. Ah, uh, well, it, it's it's kind of a weird story. And okay. coming from me, I'm sure that's not a big surprise. Okay, well, it, if you'd like to hit us with your um, your interesting and funny story. Okay. Uh, on Friday... Um, I wasn't feeling well, so I ended up leaving work early. And uh, after I was home for a few hours and had taken a little nap, uh, I woke up feeling better and decided, you know what? I, I haven't seen the, the Hobbit yet, and I knew that it had been out for a while. So I went down to the, the local cinema, and it just so happened when I got there, it was, uh, it was time for the 3D version of it. So I was like, oh, cool. So I went ahead and I paid the extra money. For the you know the, to see the 3D version of the Hobbit and and anyone who hasn't seen the Hobbit yet, don't bother doing the the 3D version of it. It doesn't really add anything. But all that aside, um, I get my drink, I get my popcorn, and I'm sitting there, you know, ready for the movie. And uh, I don't know what the the theaters are like in the UK, but in the US they've got like this before the movie starts this constant stream of of just you know, Oh look, here's movie trivia. And, and here's a, uh, uh, you know, a song video and, and here's advertisements for local businesses. You know I mean? Just all this crap that they, they show before they yeah, actually the movie, show the movie. The, yeah. The movie starts at six thirty, but actually starts at closer to seven. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. that. So they'd finally gotten done with all that and it was just getting ready to, for the movie to start when the street, the screen goes blank. And it's blank for probably a minute or two. And then this, this other screen comes up saying, you know, get ready for, you know, all the stuff that you just saw, but in 3d, you know, all the advertisements and stuff. And it's like, yeah, really? You, do we really need that? And then that disappears. And what comes up next is a windows active directory crash screen. <laughs> and, and I'm looking at this and I'm like, wow. And like about 30 seconds after that happened, somebody in the audience was like, get a Mac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they, they, they ended up, they, they couldn't fix it. And uh, the, the manager came in, was, you know, apologizing profusely and ended up giving everybody uh, free theater tickets for another day. And they moved us from that theater to their other 3d theater that and they were going to show whatever that stupid um uh what is that the movie with the girl hunger games that whatever the stupid latest hunger games movie is and if you like hunger games sorry i, I just don't understand just the up, appeal you just upset me yeah oh really okay well i'm sorry <laughs> But they, they, they took all the people out of that theater because that was supposed to show in like another 20 minutes. 
and moved them to our old theater. So I, I, I guess they were going to try to fix it and then show the hunger games there and then showed our movie in, in their theater. So we finally did get to see the Hobbit in 3d and I really liked it. It was, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And the, the windows active directory crash just well, added to the comedy. If, if anybody hasn't seen the Hobbit by now, um, there's probably going to be a spoiler here. But I really, and, and here it comes, guys. Here it comes. I really, really didn't understand, and it actually spoiled it to a certain degree, although it was a bit over the top anyway, and nothing to do with the ring and all that, which were, anyway, but I'm, I'm saying too much. But it's a spoiler. I did say it was no, a spoiler. No, go ahead. Go ahead. And there's still a spoiler. Why the <laughs> was Billy Connolly in that film? <laughs> Because he got to play Radcliffe or whatever that yeah. that other wizard uh, that wasn't him, actually uh, in the book. He wasn't a wizard. No, he's not a wizard. Not a wizard. No, no, no. Oh, no. wasn't he, he was like that 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 whatever no, wizard the brown? No, Billy Connolly was the uh, the cousin of the one of the dwarfs. Oh, oh, he was Dane. Dane, he comes on the pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, actually, that was really funny. <gasps> I didn't realize uh, yeah, that was Billy yeah, Connolly. It was, re- it, it was really funny. It was really funny. The only problem is I don't deem that to be a funny film. I don't go to see The Hobbit for a, a good old jolly jape and a laugh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I didn't realize that was who that was. Yeah, Billy Connolly. It made, it, it, anyway, spoilers over. Okay, so you can you can turn the podcast back on because I'm sure everyone yeah. who hasn't seen The Hobbit just like turned it off and yeah. <laughs> so what are you up to? Well, actually, I've had a bit of a well, I've had a bit of an afternoon of it. It took me over two and a half hours to order um, uh, Sarah's, who's my oldest, a MacBook Pro. Um, uh, this we decided to go for the uh, the MacBook Pro rather than the MacBook Air for her. Okay, and and uh, what, I think the thirteen inch. She, yeah, yeah, it's that's what a she good wanted. As, yeah, and she, it you know it's going to last her a long time, not just through college, but it's going to last you know many years afterwards as well. And uh, but I was trying to get it ordered on the uh, university account because obviously, like in the US, you have educational pricing, right? And that is fine, uh, but normally students can't afford to pay a lot of education, well, even if it's an educational pricing. So what do they do? They generally get their parents to pay for it, don't they? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, which is pretty much what happens around the world anyway. So that's right. not a problem. Um, however, Apple's process for enabling the parents to pay for stuff is not the simplest and straightforward because you really ought to order a product under the person who's going to be using it and buying it and if you're going through university account you should really be ordering it under the person's uh, who's going to use it who's in the university because then they can easily prove who they are and that they're at university etc etc i think i see where this is going Oh, so when it comes to payment and trying to get the finance guy, it was a nightmare. We've got two options here. We can go through a finance company, which happens to be the bank that I use. So I thought, well, that won't be a problem. You know, I've banked with them for 30, 40 plus years. Right. Um, I've had lots of, I've had lots of loans from them, interest-free and other. Um, and it, I've been in the same house for a long time. It really shouldn't be a problem. However... It was a problem. The bank, 
the bank doesn't use their own process to check who's buying. They use a third party to do a credit check on the person whose account you signed into. Well, guess what? Uh, Students don't have a great deal of credit rating. No. Uh, anyway, while this is going on, I'd actually um, got into chat with somebody from Apple to you know, just go through the process, make sure it's all clear. and that, you know. There was another way that you could order, and that was through their PayPal process. You know, PayPal actually allow you to do exactly the same, interest-free, over the same period, you know, because basically PayPal want, you know, they'll get the money in the back end somewhere through to the fat one that you use in their account, two that they're probably charging the bank, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so I thought, right, let me go in again. Uh, let me try the option using the PayPal process. Every time I tried to sign into PayPal, nope. It just it just take me back to the Apple screen to say, which option do you want? Oh. Uh, interest-free or 24 months, you know, which then is not interest-free. Uh, click on the interest-free, 12 months, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sign in. Wouldn't let me sign in. Back to would you like which, op- the- yeah. which, which option do you want? <laughs> so I'm telling the guy in the chat this, and he went, mm. he said, um, "That's that'll be the PayPal." He said because they're not on our servers, so I can't do anything about that. So I got refused on the first one because it wasn't me they were refusing. Obviously, it was my daughter, which I later found out because I got in contact with uh, with the bank. Um, and then I'd also got uh, uh, problems with the servers on. Uh, through PayPal, right? PayPal. So this this took probably almost two and a half hours, oh and by God. the end of it, I'm just thinking, you know. And I'm telling this guy, this is the worst experience I've ever had trying to purchase an Apple product. Well, do you remember? You remember back when I bought that car from my wife down in Florida? Yeah, I kind of went through this same thing because I had gotten the original loan for the car up here in Virginia. Because and the the bank I was using has uh, branches down in Florida. Well, I got down to Florida and they were like, "Well, yeah, we you know we have to keep the title to the car." And it's like, "Well, if you keep the title to the car, I can't register it in Virginia." And they're like, well, yeah, that's a problem, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it kind of, kind of is sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Maybe what I ended up having to do, of course, was just use my my personal line of credit. To just buy the car outright. Yeah. Well, that's and that's what I ended up doing. I just thought, I just said, look, I've had enough of this. I'm just, I want the thing. Okay, I'm going to take advantage of the interest rate credit. You're obviously making it really difficult for me to do this. Um, I know that you're not doing the credit, but you're offering it. It's Apple that's offering it. You may be doing it through a third party or another company, but you're offering it to me. So I'm not happy with you, Apple, is what I basically <laughs> told this guy. And I, I just basically went on and, and bought it on credit. And I've, I've got the money anyway to pay for it. So it'll, it'll yeah. pay for it in, in a month's time. And I'll get, I'll get some other bonus out of it because I've used a, a credit card where you get points for, for using them all, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then... Obviously, but having to do that, he had to give me a new code, discount code, for an email because it then wouldn't let me back into the um, the, the educational education account. And I <laughs> said, he said, I'm really sorry about this. Here's a link with the discount. However, you will have to send an email to Apple to to confirm that your daughter's at that uni. And here, also give them her university email address so they can just confirm the discount that I'm giving you is correct and that, you know, 
what you're getting is is actually correct. So I've I've done that as well, but I basically went into my account, uh, ordered it. The one thing that I found out though is, and I'm not sure whether this happens for educational ordering, uh, university educational ordering. Let me make that clear um, across the world is that student order products, if they order products, um, certainly in the UK and certainly through university, you get Apple Care for free. Oh, really? Well, that's like for laptops, that's like $250, I think, here in the yep. US. Yep. So yep. you get it for a cheaper price and get Apple Care for free. Yep. Yeah. That's, so, that's really know, awesome. That was the only thing at the end, which I thought, okay, well, you know, that'll do me. Because I, I was actually I feel thinking better of I feel a bit better now, just a little bit, but not much. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. You still suck, all of you. Yeah. <laughs> Give me something else for free so I don't think yeah. you suck. Yeah. yeah, that's great, but it's not my machine. <laughs> <laughs> Going to someone else. <laughs> uh, you know, and I have been, I, I don't know, you know, I don't have this here in the show notes. Um do you remember us talking about uh, Matt, the, the new Mac minis, how it almost seems like they took a step back with them? Yeah, yeah. I have been looking uh, in the, the Apple refurb store, and I have not seen any quad-core uh, Mac minis. So no. just, to, just out of curiosity, I went over to eBay and looked them up. They're going for more used on eBay than God. what they were new. <laughs> well, you know what that means, don't you? I'm going to have to sell my current uh, Mac Mini quad core, <laughs> and uh, especially with the um, you know the extra bits that I've put in there with the sure. 750 gig hard drive, and I, I might even well we'll see. Um, I, I don't think I will keep the uh, one terabyte SSD drive in there. I think I'll be taking it out, putting I it into would. a yeah another box. But then I can put that money towards that. Um, twenty-five inch, uh, uh, twenty. Uh, the Retina Mac, Mac. Oh, the iMac. Retina iMac. Well, yeah, did yeah, you pull yeah. the trigger on that? No, not yet. No, no, no. no what, what are they no, going no, for? No, because no, because I'm going through the process of getting that OWC um, Thunderbolt dock. Yeah. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna see if that uh, helps the process because the big oh, issue right, right, I've right. got with, with the, the Mac is, is, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, so we'll see on that. So I won't be doing that just yet. Anyway. Yeah, but the yeah, so twenty-seven a inch iMac Retina. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but not like yet. it, I do. Yeah, precious. Well, shall we? Shall we scoot, scoot, scoot? I think we should scoot over to the website because, again, we've got a hell of a lot of stuff that we need to get through. I know, and I, I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll take the first one. Uh, okay. It's a review by Yanni Dekolo for an art program called Mischief. There are two types of art programs for the Mac. The first type gives you tons of bells and whistles that include effects, different media to use, color controls, and more. The second type focuses on one thing and tries to do that one thing well. Mischief, an app by the company made with Mischief, is the second type. It is a bare-bones paint program that has two main tools for drawing, paint and an eraser. While it sounds basic at first, it is a lot more. Go on over to MyMac.com and check out that reveal by Donnie. Donnie! Donnie! Um, okay, so the next <coughs> item on mm. the website is te- 
fan number 193. So not so much on the website yeah. this week. We fibbed. We fibbed a rude. We are such okay, liars. So- Tech fan number 193, CES and lasers. Tim and David discuss CES, the new microcomputers, lasers, and EL wires. Listener Neil Wharton. I'm sorry, that name again? Listener Neil Wharton. Ah. Yeah. You remember Neil, don't you? Yeah, Will Norton. Yeah, Will Norton. (laughs) Uh, He asks, what do you do with your smartphone? Uh, Two case or not two case? That is the question. and do iOS developers who don't advertise or market their apps have any any case to complain about low sales? It's quite a good show. I've listened to it already. Go over and take a listen. Yeah, I uh, I, I put in a couple of responses to the, the question about smartphone cases. I don't know if Tim used them. Yeah, I, 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 on the iPhone 6, because I think that's what they were particularly talking about, I do now um have a case on it because it's slippy slippy slippy, slippy. so having ha, having that leather case on it which is quite thin you know you, you don't notice it too much but it just gives it that little bit more grip so um i did try it without the case and it you know it did feel it did feel as i was going to drop it at some point yeah i i'm still on the 5s i haven't jumped yet uh, mm-hmm. Over on Google Plus, uh, of course, there is you know more bumpers for the contest that you know we haven't really <laughs> talked about that too much lately. Um, we, we we believe me, folks. We we will get back around to it. We will. We, we will. will. You can trust us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Mike <laughs> Michael Cassells really, has a discussion. Really trust us. Where he was having problems setting up uh, a new iPad. And he says he was setting up an iPad for a family member and restoring from their iCloud backup. The problem is settings, etc. install okay, but it fails on downloading apps, mostly the Apple apps, which is pretty odd. He tried restoring and wiping three times so far. Uh, each time the restore stalls. Left it overnight to no avail. No avail. No avail. It's also refusing to allow him to install uh, 8.1 until the restore is finished and uh he asked for any suggestions and he basically answered his own question saying he suspects that a lot of the problems are down to the absolute crap iCloud service for users in Europe following on their notoriously years long incredibly slow iTunes store in Europe and he says he gives up but he didn't give up cuz in the end it was a very long process and he found the only way to complete it was to actually switch off and restart the iPad each time installed. Wow. Um, wow. At, at each restart, it would reinstall two to four apps. Very, very painful. That's good grief. Yeah. That's that really sucks, bad. man. That's suck. That's sucky, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, so in fact, I've missed where you got down to. It's uh, right at Facebook. Oh, you did all of that, did you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Incredible. He, he did more than answer his own question. He answered it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 149 liquors. Now, that's the same from last week, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. So no think, new liquors. No. Over no. there. And you know what? I'm uh, – no. You, oh, wow. I am just going to shut up. Because <laughs> I, was, I was about to say something that would have been, oh, so very, very politically incorrect. So, so so inappropriate is that true? 
Yeah, and it's not like I'm known for that kind of thing. No. Do you hear? Love that owl. (laughs) Okay. um, We had some email feedback from uh, John Nemoroski, Nemo Man, who mentioned that I opened the show by requesting from Apple a Snow Leo style update for Yosemite. Um, and he goes on to say, Guy, when 10.11 comes out, instead of a major feature improvement, uh, a bug fix uh, .11. Well, y- yeah, I, I, I'm not quite sure I actually asked for that type of update. I think we, we, <laughs> I, I kind of know where he was coming from, but it was the, there was a bit of toing and froing on the email from ourselves. Well, particularly Guy, I, I kept out of it. <laughs> Well, I think if they could, they could just they could just say it's snow capped Yosemite. Yeah, yeah. snow yo. Yeah, think, Call it snow yo. How's that? Yeah, yeah I think that's good. We'll, we'll go for snow yo. Snow yo on this particular occasion. Yeah. Does, oh, oh, does that answer your question, John? Tell tell, tell me it does. I didn't even remember it. I got a feeling it doesn't, but you know. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, right. Well, I think um, I think it's about time to take ourselves out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take us out. Take us out there, girls. Take us out. Do take you, us out. Do you want me to, would you like me to take us out? Oh, yes, gentlemen? please. Oh, please take us out. Okay, everybody, stand by to stand by. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're at it, check out our show, the Tech Fan Podcast part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. Forced Air Induction. <laughs> the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone back to the MyMac.com podcast. Now, last week, uh, we were talking about when it was a good time to buy Apple products in relation to iOS and uh, iPods. And this week, we're going to take a look at the Macs, which is kind of apropos are. as com- you know, considering are. what you just went through. Yeah, so everybody. Stand by for action. <laughs> um, well, let's just get right into it. Uh, we're going to talk about the laptops first. Uh, the MacBook Pro 13-inch non-retina. And I don't know if this is ever going to be updated, but it's been, uh, what, almost three years since it was last had a significant update. So if you, if you want a 13 inch MacBook pro, you know, I think, uh, you may as well just go ahead and buy it or, or look for it on a refurb. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, I, you know, I've now kind of gone ahead and bought one, but I, I, well, you bought two, didn't you? But I bought a Retina. No, I didn't buy two. I just went because I had to buy it outright. I've I've just bought the one for the time being. Okay. Because um, Claire's not going until next September anyway. So, um, but I've not bought a non-Retina. I've bought a Retina one. Um, 
So I, I, I agree with what you said there. Hold off or buy refurb on this one because buying a new one, you know, for the extra money, I, I, I think you're probably better off actually um, actually possibly spending just that little bit more money and going for, for a retina one unless you really are absolutely at the edge of what you can afford and you're all... <laughs> no, it just would not be the My Mac podcast unless I stupidly forgot to take the battery out of the goddamn phone. What a, what a moron. God, that pisses me off. That happened on Let's Talk Apple, too. I know. I know it did. It was like, it was like oh, my God. I, it's not enough I do that on my own show. No, I've got to do the same thing on somebody else's show. <laughs> what well, what was funny what was funny was you actually did really well going through it while you was trying to turn it off and continuing to talk i thought you did really well actually damn so much better than you do when weasley i know well anyway. i just well it happens so often with us that i get really really pissed at myself but <laughs> when when i'm on somebody else's show i've just kind of i just kind of have to do the <laughs> i forgot to yeah. take the battery out of the phone <laughs> Oh, oh, what a silly Billy I am! That's right, and in the back of my and in the back of my head, it's like you, freaking idiot! God, <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? Anyway, oh anyway, yeah, get it back to the team, Mitch MacBook. <laughs> so there is a hundred pounds difference in the UK between a non-retina and a retina um, thirteen inch, but what you're also getting is not only the retina. For that base model, you're actually getting. Um, a 2.6 gigahertz uh, dual core rather than the 2.5 gigahertz. So, you know, if you can stretch that extra, um, then go for it. If you can't, buy it now because I've got a feeling or go onto the refurb store and get one because I've got a feeling actually by the time we continue to talk <laughs> for the next six months, yeah, that base model may well disappear completely, you know. Yeah, that would not surprise me at all. Because I, I think that for whatever reason they're they're kind of getting rid of of the non retina ones, and and here in the U.S. it's actually a two hundred dollar difference between them, and the well, other the other big makes, difference between them is um, you get the uh, Intel Iris graphics with the Retina one, with the non Retina one it's the uh, Intel uh, HD four thousand. Right. Which yeah, isn't nearly so, as good. No, I, I think, you know, all in all, it, it probably leans towards, you know, getting buying the, getting one. Getting the through, retina. Yeah, getting the retina or buying one through the refurb store. So, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. All right. Okay. Um, getting on to the 13 and 15-inch retina ones, uh, they were just updated last summer. And so we're probably a good six to eight months away from any real changes in, in those two devices. So if, if you're going to get a, a retina MacBook pro, I would say, you know, this is the best time to do it and go ahead. I would. Uh, yeah. I'd certainly agree on, on any front th- 15 inch or all 13 inch, to be honest with you. Yeah. And the weird thing is under my thoughts, it says, unless what you have is so old, it won't do what you need to. I'd wait. So I just disagreed with myself. <laughs> <laughs> And, and the worst part about it is I didn't even have to say anything. Nobody can see these show notes. <laughs> no, because I wouldn't have said anything, Guy. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm friendly. Yeah. I really am. 
But if you had done that, I definitely would have said something because because it would have been funny, which is why I busted myself. So there you go, guys. Uh, um, Just, just listen to guy disagreeing with himself. That's right. All things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you should definitely get it. uh, But then don't. (laughs) That's my opinion. So our, our decision is, if you're looking, and again, if you want to have a look in the refurb store, that's all. I mean, that this pretty much goes for all of these, um, all yeah. of these products. Always check out the refurb store. But with that word of caution about the refurb store, just make sure that you actually get the model that you're looking for. And it's, you know, uh, within the time period that you're looking for it as well. Because sometimes the time periods of the, of the products um, can be... Uh, what can I say? A little older than you perhaps thought they were. So just keep just keep that eye out on the refurb store. But it does have some good bargains in there. Yeah, yeah. And the nice thing about the refurb store um, is basically, you know, all of these machines have gone over, been gone over with a fine tooth comb by a real human being. So, and of course, they come with the same warranty as any new Apple product. So you don't have to worry about getting a lemon because if something happens to it, Apple will take care of it. Yeah. Now, and, you know, and I like oranges. <laughs> me, me too. Though I'm kind of a tangerine guy myself because I like being able to spit out the, the seeds. In fact, I'm just, I've, just, I've, just, I've just noticed my note that I put in there. Um, I said that I think that we would prefer to get retina over the non. It surprises me that Apple still have both in the rain. So, yeah, we, we're thinking that they're going to be disappearing, aren't we, really? Yeah, I, I think they will in the next uh, revision that all the, the – as far as the laptops go. Um, well, now, well, that kind of leads us into the MacBook Air. So these currently do not have retina screens, and they were updated last April – so chances are new ones will be out in the next, what What do you think, three to four months? Mm, yeah, it could, it could be quicker because I think that the, um, that the 0% finance, which um, yeah, was no use for me anyway, right. um, might be disappearing at the end of January. So we might well be seeing something sooner than you think. Well, and, the, and one of the rumors, and we're not a rumor site or a rumor podcast, but one of the things I've heard – is that they may move the the high end MacBook Air to a 14 inch screen to kind of differentiate it from uh, the 13 inch MacBook Pro, which would be awesome. But I don't get that. Well, I mean, right now, if you look at the prices on the 13 inch MacBook Air and the 13 inch MacBook Pro, there's not really that much difference between them as far as the price goes, but you get so much more computer with the pro than you get with the air. So if, Mm. if they go ahead and move that, the air from a 13 inch to a 14 inch, you know, that differentiates the airline from the pro line a little bit. And, you know, it kind of says, well, I can get a 13 inch MacBook pro, a 14 inch MacBook air or a 15 inch MacBook pro. Mm, True. And, you know, and, you know, like I said, they were updated last April. So it's been nearly a year. So it, yeah. it, it's probably not that far away. 
Um, but as far as the current line goes, if you're looking at but, a 13 inch computer, I would go with I would go with the MacBook Pro over the MacBook Air. Yeah, if you're going to get definitely, if you're going to get a 13 inch, think hard about it because the weight difference between the two is not quite as much. I mean, if you if you're getting a MacBook Air. Uh, because of lightness and because of you know ease of carrying etc and because of compactability oh i hate i, I hate it when americans <laughs> do that and I've, and, and I've been and done it myself yeah compactability delicious um, <laughs> well why do you do that guy why why do a lot of americans i know you don't all the time but a lot of americans put illity on the end of words and it really winds me up because it's sometimes yeah, I know where you're coming from, but usually you don't need it anyway. Well, I just think of think think of it as annoyability. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you want something that's compact, I don't need any lility. Um, then the 11 inch is probably the one that you'd be going for. You you know, and if you were going yeah. to go up to the 13 inch. Um, we, I did have a close look at the weight difference, and then you know, really, really wasn't that much. And I would go for certainly for the pro because it just gives you that little bit extra, and and the value between the different the, the two is not that much. So if you're looking for a thirty, however, I I do think that they'll get rid of that thirteen inch MacBook Pro, and they will keep a. And a MacBook Air, which gives you the option to go for either 13-inch or I like your idea about the 14-inch to give it that little bit uh, because it will still, you know, they'll probably be able to make it equally um, as light as the 13-inch or as it it is now. Or lighter. Or lighter. So it'd still be worth having that over the Pro. Um, I do quite like that idea uh, as a differentiator, Elite. <laughs> well, I wonder. I wonder if if they'll take the air and you know, right now it's eleven and thirteen. If they'll move that up to twelve and fourteen, ability. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they do take it up to twelve, I'm not sure that's a good idea. To be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I think because 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 I do like the eleven inch. Right now, I do like eleven inches. I've heard that about you. <laughs> There's a. Um, you've you've got the the iPads at uh nine nine point seven inches, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's some talk of of a larger iPad, which I would personally would just be all over. Um, you've got the eleven and thirteen inch MacBook Airs. You've got the thirteen and fifteen inch uh MacBook Pro, but these sizes all seem to kind of blend to the point where you know it's like 10 and then 11 and then 13 13 15 so you know maybe maybe apple does need to space those those products out a little bit more so if you want either more portability or a bigger screen you have some other options now portability i can live with (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the my mac (laughs) podcast Show the show, Billy. Let's let's move over to the the Mac Mini. Um, I think a lot of people were very disappointed with the the latest update for the Mac Mini. Not just because <laughs> that you know certain options like uh, the quad core processor has has dropped away, 
or that the low end, while dropped in price, has even a, even a higher drop in performance. Uh, I, I think things like soldering in the RAM and making it nigh impossible to even do something basic like replace the hard drive has has really kind of disappointed people with the Mac Mini. So yeah. I at this point, I would not recommend, even though it was just updated, I would not recommend a new Mac Mini. Unless, unless whatever machine you end up getting is something you're going to hang on to for, you know, God knows how long. Um, but of course, and and the weird thing is, you don't see them a lot in the refurb store. They seem to get snatched no. up almost as soon well, as they're released. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, you you do see them in the refurb store, but as Guy says, they disappear pretty damn quick. So you know, you got to you got to as soon as you see it, you got to get in there and buy it pretty damn quickly. Yeah. But uh, I agree certainly on that. It's um, and and I also I, I I mean I've put down here shame on this one. They could have done so much more with the mini. Yeah, no updates would occur for this one for some time. I expect, and that is a shame. They've got to go. They've got to up that CPU. This this is now really is for people who are just coming into the Mac environment. And even then, I I really would be struggling to advise people to go with this. You know. <sighs> If you've got your own screen, etc., it's such a shame because I think this really is a cracking device. Yeah, and, and if, you know the thing is, if your needs are so light that you can get by with, I think, what is it, a one point seven dual core in the low end? Yeah. Then you know what? You could probably get by just as well on a, uh, a an iPad. And do everything serious. No, and and I'm not saying that to you know to say your needs are so ridiculously simple that you can get by on an iPad because the iPad is a very powerful computer in its own right. But how crazy is that? It's well, I don't think that's crazy at all. I, you know, my wife basically but, surfs the web and, and checks email. She can yeah. get by very very well, I think, on an iPad with a, a Bluetooth keyboard. Fair enough. There yeah. you go. So. We're we're massive fans of the iPad Mini, but we're not fans of, of the, the Mac iPad Mini. Mini at the moment. Of the Mac, sorry, of the Mac Mini, yeah. yeah. And we're not fans of the current Mac Mini. We are massive fans of the Mac Mini, but we're not fans of the current Mac Mini. No, no, I'm not. I'm certainly not. I think I think Apple made a big mistake there. And I agree. Uh, the only way that they could really redeem this. In my and it, it's probably you know, this really wouldn't be a bad idea. Something that Apple has has hasn't had in their product lineup that I think they could really use. And I think they touched upon this on a recent podcast I was listening to. Would be to have like an iTunes server, and this is something that the Mac Mini, in its current uh, shape, I think could do really really well. Yeah, I but, it, but it would that's... have to be less money than what it even a is few, now. A few a few years ago, I put a, a request out to Apple to say, "Why don't you put an iTunes server on your time capsule or your um, airport devices?" Yeah, because that would just make life so oh, much easier. I, I would get I would get a a new airport extreme, and I, I may have to get one soon anyway. Um, but I would get a new airport extreme if if that option was available on it and even if it wasn't available on older ones i would run out and get a new airport extreme yeah 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 but okay that happen and, that, and that's not what we're talking about so no no moving um, on <laughs> moving on 
Um, so Mac Mini, shame, 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 but no cigar. Yep. Why don't you go on to the next one? <clears throat> okay, IMAX. So a new retina display uh, has been added at a significant price increase, as guys put in here back in October, while the rest haven't changed very much. Still a great computer, if somewhat pricey. You might want to hold off or go refurb if you need one right now. Um, soldered RAM and lack of ease of replacing hard drive is disappointing. I thought you could still replace the RAM, though, Guy. Not not anymore. Even I the thought, 27. Now, the 21 and a half I inch one, what you could not. In, in the the in the one they released in was either 2012 or 2013, they took out the option of replacing the RAM in the 21.5, but it was still available in the 27. Well, now the 27 inch also, I don't believe you can replace the RAM in. Oh, I thought you could, but that you know, that'd be you know, I'm quite prepared to be proven wrong on that. Anyway, that that aside. I have a feeling that the 21-inch devices, again, going back to the interest-free option disappearing quite soon, I've got a sneaky feeling that they might be updating either those MacBook Pros to Retina screens, or they could be um, actually updating the 21-inch um, screens for a Retina uh, and the other 27 inches. Um, we'll have to wait and see. The way Apple are going at the moment, though, I've got a feeling that the twin, the current twenty seven inch, they're going to keep those around. They're going to keep a lower end around, just so that people. Well, they have to, because, yeah, because because there's a massive price difference, of course. And they might just do the same with the twenty one inch. They might bring a twenty one inch Retina in and then keep the lower models in. And do you know what, guy? For me, that's just disappointing because they're going to the days of oh, we've got to make sure that we've got something for absolutely everyone, and it's taking something away from you know, uh, buying an, an Apple machine. Um, <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Well, the, the difference between the 27-inch iMac, this isn't talking about U.S. prices. The 27-inch iMac in the U.S., the low end, is uh, $17.99. The 27-inch iMac with the Retina 5K display, and granted, it's a, it's a faster processor, and uh, you get a Fusion drive as compared to the regular hard drive, and you get a, a a pretty impressive video card, but that's twenty five hundred dollars. So there's a difference of let's see seven hundred dollars between the regular twenty seven inch iMac and the twenty seven iMac twenty seven inch iMac with the the Retina five K display. And there's not many people that can just look at that and say, yeah, you know what? I really really want that incredible screen, and I'm willing to spend. $2,500 plus tax for it. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't think so. But got to say, got to say that if you're thinking about getting one, uh, 20, that 27-inch Retina is not going to be, um, that's not going to change. So if you're thinking about buying that, then I would say just go and get one. Yeah, and they and they were just updated uh, in October. So you're pretty much rest, you know, you can pretty much rest assured that, that, the the non retina iMacs at the very least aren't going to be uh, updated anytime reasonably you know soon. No. And the sure. last one the last one we have uh, is the Mac Pro. Now it has been over a year since its release, and this was the the new Mac Pro we're talking about. Uh, however, with the Mac Pro, it's one of those computers that if you really need it, you just get it, and you don't think too much about how much it costs 
I, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. What did I say on that? Yeah, I've said the same. You know, if you need one of these, just, just I don't need one, but if you need one, just go out and get one. Yeah. Um, but I do expect incremental um, changes over the next year, to be honest with you. Yeah. But nothing, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect to, you know. No, they just changed the design, so. Yeah, yeah. Nothing too drastic and, um, and massive, but certainly, certainly I think there will be some incremental changes possibly. I would love one of these, but I, I cannot justify it the price of it for, for what I'm currently doing. So really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Doesn't that come as a shock? I mean, me, yeah. Mr. Professional podcaster, I just can't justify the price of a Mac pro. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Yeah. What, what did you say that? Are you getting paid for this? <laughs> no, I said professional. <laughs> that doesn't yeah, necessarily well. mean I'm getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, all of the lineup, as as a certain gentleman would say, are just going to get. Don't even think about it. And <laughs> better and better and better. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think uh, I think that's it. So I guess we're, uh, if if you seriously need uh, a new Mac, uh, an excellent place to go to to see how long it's been since the one that you were thinking about has been updated. Uh, if you go to MacRumors.com, they have a buyer's guide there, and that will tell you how long it's been since any of them, you know, whatever model it is that you're looking for. Uh, when was the last time it was updated? And they even give you some, in their opinion, now, of course, it's not going to be as professionally done as, like, Gaz and me. Um, <laughs> but they'll give you their opinion on whether or not it's a good it's a good time to go out and get whatever Mac it is that you want. And actually thinking on that guy, if you've got an independent retailer um, close to you, like OWC or, or you know, any any independent um, Mac dealer, go in and have a word with them. Just have a chat. You never know. They might have a deal. They might have a deal on the current Mac. They can't, they can't tell you any more than Apple will when it comes to, you know, whether something's been updated. But if you go into the Apple store, they'll say nothing. If you go into a, ref, you know, a, a reseller, they may just say, well, actually, you know, they might give you the sort of advice we've been given, like, well, that's been around for a little while. And you know what? I think there might be something coming. And they'll tell you honestly what they think. You know, it's only what they think. They still, yeah. you know, there's no closer to what's actually going to happen than what we're telling you. But, you know, and get friendly. Get friendly with some of these people. They they can give you some reasonable advice, and they can possibly help you out a little bit more than you think they can. Especially if they're an if they're an, an independent Apple dealer, you could also ask them if they have any uh, used or refurb Macs themselves that they have, might have yeah. for sale. Yeah, which they do. They often have. Yeah, often. OWC has a whole. You know they're not sponsoring the podcast. You know they have in the past, and and you know I think we both love the love the MacSales dot com. Um, but they have a, a page on their site where they sell uh, a lot of the the Macs that they use to test the products that that OWC sells. Yeah. So that's another good uh, source to go to. Yeah, that, that's something we should look at for a future show. Is some of these places that sell used Macs. But we're not going to do that right this very minute, <laughs> unless we want this show to be fourteen thousand hours long. Here we are, day 56 of the MyMac.com podcast, number 
Wait a minute. 539. <sighs> <laughs> anyway. You think people would snore? Uh, no, that would be us. We would fall asleep in the middle of it. Oh, all right. Okay. There'd be eight hours of... <laughs> I want a stout. <laughs> it's getting better and better. It really is. <laughs> Your, your your local neighborhood stout maker. Anyway, everyone, please, stout by to stout by, and we'll be stout back. Hi there, how are you? It's the Gabinator. Do you know how I got my huge muscles? Well, do you? I worked out every day and ate my vegetables. Now I'm learning how to grow my very own on the Your Own Victory Garden podcast. It's only on the Stoplight Network. I'm a gardener, you idiot. No, it's not a tumor. It's compost. Don't go to the chopper. Get to the raised bed. Hasta la vista, baby. The G-Men. It's not that they're any good. It's just that the other podcasts suck. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the final section of <laughs> the My Mac Pod. I've, I've only just understood, Guy, why we do this show week in, week out. Why it's is that? not for the listeners. Well, it's not for the listeners, is it? No, no, it it's, never has been. It's, it's for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Purely, purely <laughs> solely. We really, you know... We could we we could have two listeners, which it would be you and I, and that would be it. And we'd still do this. Show. We would, we would. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> that may or that may or may not come back into the after show. I don't, because I, I don't really remember what the context of that was. <laughs> even, even though it was, I just did it. Oh, you know that just anyway. makes me. You know what that makes me do. Does it make you nod your head? Oh my god, yes. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we had such fun. Okay, I'm pretty sure I've done this one before, but as I still use it, I thought I'd repeat it. Now, dashboard. You may not think that that's very useful at all, but hang on a minute. Hang on a goddamn minute. If you want to keep an eye, (laughs) if you want to keep an eye on some scores or maybe keep a clip from a website that has some useful information, well, I think this is a great tip for keeping that clip or those scores until either you don't need it or want it anymore. Okay, so you've got a Safari page open, and it has to be Safari, not Chrome or any other uh, particular browser. And you've got a, you know, a score, let's say a, a table or a, a league table, for example, which you just want to keep an eye on periodically. If you, um, you can basically clip that information out and leave it in your dashboard. So you go to the page, uh, which has got the information you want. You go to file on your Safari menu bar and choose open in dashboard. 
Now, may, mouse over the section of the page that you want, and Safari is pretty good at snapping out to the appropriate area that you're looking at. If not, you can click and drag the handles that you'll see on the selection process. Once you're done, click Add, which is at the top right-hand side of the page that you're looking at, just below the menu bars in Safari. Um, now, once the clipping has been added to your dashboard, you can click on the little I on the bottom right uh, to flip it round, and there you'll see some options for frame, uh, and then you can just pick the one that you like. Uh, now, every time you go into dashboard, the web clipping should update automatically, but if you need to do a force uh, force a manual uh, refresh, uh, just click the particular page or the, the uh, dashboard item, and then tap Command-R, and it will refresh with the, lo- the latest data. Uh, and I, I use that a lot, and I think it's really good. That's cool. No, I don't think yeah. you have brought that up before. Oh, excellent. Oh, I'm nodding my head. Oh, good. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. And that's us running away. I don't know why. <laughs> we just, why would we run away? Ah, uh, well. Why would we run away? Come on. Well, it's kind of... What I have to do sometimes. I need, I need my exercise. Uh, oh, you know what? And I just thought of a, of, I'm not going to do it, but there's an alternate app that I could have picked, but I didn't. And I'm not going to now because my app picked this week. Wow. What a segue is art text Two by B light software. I use quite a bit of B light software. I really, really like their stuff. It's $19 and 99 cents over in the Mac app store. And you can find it there at the Mac App Store. Art Text 2 by Be Light Software. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> now, I use it as well, actually. I've got to say, I use Art Text as well. Um, now, my pick is actually available on both the Mac and the iOS app stores, although it's the same price on both, I believe, but there are in app purchases with the iOS. Um, but I've, I've not really found them required, and, and even if you do or would like one, the uh, the in-app purchases aren't you know aren't too bad. Now this is Diptych. Okay, <laughs> careful, <We're> careful, <laughs> careful, guys. What are you talking about? But Diptych is basically it allows you um, to create one image from multiple images using a set of frames. Um, and it's, as I say, it's available on the Mac as well. So basically, you know, if you want to print, you know, sometimes you want a collage of different pictures, you know, you get frames up on the wall and you can put, you know, an old glossy picture in one and then you've got another frame next to it and you can put another picture in there. Well, this has got lots of different frames and you can obviously get to your photo library and you can just click and put the pictures in and adjust them. And, uh, this has got automatic frames for it. And it's, it's just useful to use occasionally. I don't use it a lot, but I do use it occasionally and it's just quite nice. And then you print them out, um, or send it to a printers for a large, you know, larger set. And then obviously you can put it up on the wall full frame. Yeah, you could, cool. you could actually make like calendars and stuff because I'm, I'm looking yeah, at some of the yeah. layouts that they have here. Now, let me ask you something. Uh, on these pictures that you drop into these frames, can you like crop them and things like that? Well, and, you can and resize them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. I like that. And it's, I like it's, it as well. And it's, uh, it's actually not that. Ex- well, I'm, I'm looking for whatever reason it it's, took me to the, what, 
the the UK the UK. Oh, uh, sorry sport. about that. Sorry, sorry about that. No, no, no. It's not your fault. I'll, well, it I'll is, go to the US one. Okay. Not that it really matters because it's it's seventy nine p or ninety nine cents, which is like yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's a re- it's a reasonable price. It's not it's not bad at all. And uh, you know, I I just quite like it. It's just it's it's just a a nice little a nice little app, and it it's useful and um, does yeah. stuff. Yeah, and cheap. Yeah. Cheap. Yeah. Cheap. These, you know, and the, the, the funny thing is these kinds of apps in the past with, you know, a lot of the independent developers would have been kind of pricey because these are like single use kind of tools. But, yeah. but yeah. now in the Mac app store and the iOS store, you know, you can pick up quite a bit of functionality from a lot of these apps for not much yeah. money. Yeah. We well, can actually change. You can. There was a certain amount of effects on there, like brightness and contrast, that you can use as well. But you know, generally, I I, I do most of those adjustments outside, so you're yeah. probably not going to use those. But you can rotate it and scale them and uh, and flip them horizontally or vertically. It's you know, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's yeah, especially good. for the price. Can, on the Mac one, I think you can do this on the iOS one as well. You can also add text to them as well, and uh, you know you can change the color of the borders and the texture and the width and the rounding. So you know, it's pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty good app, to be honest with you. Yep, I would agree. Uh, we have a people to pick. We, have a we people do from Rob Rate. Sorry, let me re- let me. I have to reverse that. Rob yeah, Rate. Yeah, Rob Rate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. mm. Well, mm. it's it's serial podcast. <laughs> Or, or no, uh, Rab Rowett. <laughs> oh, this is going nowhere. It's going nowhere. <laughs> His pick is the serial podcast. This is like a serialized docudrama about a murder 15 years ago where the narrator of the podcast is investigating the circumstances, uh, illity of the case. <laughs> Still ongoing, so I've no idea whether they'll find the convicted perpetrator, innocent or not. Gripping stuff. And this is the podcast that has had the media going on about the rebirth. I even wasn't aware it was dying. uh, Of podcasting. It is apparently, uh, outside of the MyMac podcast, the fastest growing podcast on iTunes ever. That may have been slightly embellished. Yes, might have been. But we like it anyway. <laughs> we do. We do. I'll have to check that out. I wonder how many they've done. Thousands. Many, many, many. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Rob. Your turn. Well, my turn? Yeah. Do you want us to go to iTunes? Okay. All right. Folks. We would really appreciate it if you do an <laughs> iTunes review for us. Oh. We really enjoy seeing those come up in Comic Cast. Well, I don't. Guy does. And if you do, you may actually send us an email because then Guy, Mr. Guy Searle, one of the G-Men, would send you a wooty. Big W, big O, big O, big T, little I. Lily, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You've got to do a review to find out. And how, right? could, how could they get a hold of me? Well, they've got to uh, send you either an email at guy at mymac.com. That's not at guy at mymac.com. That would be silly. You just go guy at mymac.com, of course. You can also contact me, gaz at mymac.com also. Uh, we're available equally on the Twitters 
Uh, I am Gazmaz on the Twitters, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Thank, thank you for that. And also M- Mac Parrot. <laughs> yeah, that's Guy. He's at Mac Parrot <laughs> on the Twitters. So that's twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. <laughs> you can also send... You can also, that's what I was aiming for, you can also send a Twitter to Guy and Gaz uh, on the Twitters, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. I'd say that nice and slowly so you could pick up the spelling. Uh, Guy's gone all funny on me. Uh, You can also send an email to to feedback (laughs) at mymac.com for some reason. That would go through our fearless leader. That's Rob Timmotson. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And we have a Skype number, which is plus one. That's plus one, not zero one or zero zero one. That would be silly. Uh, Plus one, seven oh three, which is the area code, smiley face, four three six (laughs) nine five zero one. Let me give you that again, because it might have sounded a little bit confused, of course. (laughs) It is plus one. Area code seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Dial it, dial it now. Yeah, call us right now, and we'll put you right on the air next week. Sometime, next, sometime, Even- eventually. eventually. But though, of course, we're actually we're actually recording. Uh, we I don't think we mentioned this. We're recording on a program called Wire that I think was a people's pick a few uh, weeks ago. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and mm, we'll see. Yeah, it's it's actually been. Well, there was there was some problems in the beginning, but it wasn't necessarily related to wire. No, it wasn't. We thought it might uh, be, but actually, we now realise that it wasn't. That it just was not, and it just was not. We would like to say thank you to all of you for downloading uh, our weekly therapy session. Yeah, which we call the MyMac.com podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. And as a matter of fact, um, Gaz isn't going to be on next week. And <laughs> I know, I know. So I'm going to have to. I'm actually, I'm actually going to be in uh, Bart Bouchot's original country of origin. Oh, Russia. <laughs> Belgium. Oh, well, yeah, same thing. What's the difference? Belgium, you dick oh, tick. There goes, there goes everybody from Belgium. <laughs> no, I think we'd already lost them, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But we, we do appreciate the fact that pretty much everybody out of Belgium uh, enjoys the MyMac.com podcast. And you did say in Jaws, didn't you? Yeah, in Jaws, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like being eaten. This is the there's, – there's a new bumper for you. It's like being eaten by a shark. The G-Men. <laughs> On the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> and, you know, Gaz, I think this is the best podcast that we have ever done. This has been a good – I think this has been a good show this week. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. And that we're good enough, smart enough, and uh, uh, doggone it, people like us. Dependa de Microsoft para trireme el obit en 3D era una clarafella sin embargo mirando una panatella de 
Blakiku, <laughs> the Windows Pi Pi, the Don't make me laugh. The Ultura Fu Divertido, El Spanisho, apparently. <laughs> Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs the Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. What was that from? I, just, I picked uh, right up pro- on it, whatever it was. You did. Uh, you, it was a program which I used to watch back in the 70s called Call My Bluff. Was it a game show? Yes, it was. Basically, somebody came on and they they had a word which they had to give you a definition of and they had to sell that definition. So, obviously, Call My Bluff. So, you know, there was three panelists on each side and there was there was the regular um, there was a regular host and then there was two panelist captains each week. And these two captains were quite well-educated people, but funny. They were very funny. And, you know, they had um, guests on each week and they're basically just, they basically just go through and uh, have a word and then they'd open up the envelope and it would say whether it was a, you know, true or whether it was a bluff. And, uh, oh, like a made-up word. I used word. to enjoy it, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, w- yes, 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 whether it was a made-up word. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, funny funny, and smart. Boy, it's, it's yeah. like I'm looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody's buying that word. No, no, they're not. <laughs> Calling my bluff. Calling my yeah. bluff. <laughs> anyway, it was good. Enjoyed it. As usual, and why it seems to have worked. Possibly. I know. I'm. I'm so far. I'm. I'm pretty impressed. Now, maybe that's because there's not a lot of people using it at the moment. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll have to see as time goes on if it'll. There's if, always that possibility, isn't there? Yeah. Well, because I think that a lot of times I think that's what happens with Skype, is that you know their servers just get overloaded as people are using it. And it's like, well, these two guys have been on for 45 minutes. They can shut up for a bit. They can shut up for a bit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, who would ever say such a thing to us? I can't believe it. Skype would. Even that nice Skype lady. Because you can sometimes, as when, when I try Skype and, and I use, do the Skype lady to test it, I can almost hear in the background, you know, you know hello, welcome to Skype. Oh, it's that sodden bastard again. <laughs> Just under her breath. <laughs> unless I unless I checkerboard it. <laughs> you might have to do that. Yeah, I've gotten really good at that too. Mm. 
You have. I'm well impressed, actually. Yeah, because I mean, we so we can go ahead and say, f- <laughs> say all those things. Now, can I just <laughs> say that you are creating yourself work? I have not I know. joined in. Okay? No, you haven't. So when you're swearing at yourself because you're having to, you know, make all these changes and all these little, you know, bits to say, actually. I need to take out that swear word because I don't think that was very appropriate. <laughs> don't blame, don't blame me. Right? No, I will not blame you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, I'm going to get me beer. Go get a beer, dude. No, no, it's just outside the window. I'm keeping it cool. Hmm. But, but, but my cable's not long enough, so I've got to take my headphones off. <laughs> Go ahead. Wow, sounds like a whole thing. Sorry, sounds like a what? <laughs> sounds like a whole thing. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Right, you'll hear this in a minute. That's, okay. That's, uh, ready? Maybe you gonna, recording. Yeah, pour, 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 it, pour it in a glass. Uh, no, I'm not going to pour it in a glass. Ah. Did you hear that? Yeah. That's the important. That's what you're going to get because now it's now it's going to be glug, glug, glug into my gullet. Oh, I was going to say, it sounds like, uh, sounds like me after eating Mexican food. Anyway. Oh, Lord Barker, this one's called. Oh, dear. Who makes Classic that? St- it's a stout. It's a stout. Didn't realize it. Gundog Ales. Oh, blimey. I'm not sure that I like that. Are you not a stout drinker? Oh, yeah, I am. But this one's... It pos- I'll have to... I'll continue to try it, but I wasn't expecting the flavor it's giving me. Yeah, I, you know mm. when I, when I do drink beer, it's mostly just lagers. So no, oh, no, I don't. I don't like drinking lagers. To be honest with you, it's just like it's just like mother's milk, isn't it to you? Yeah. Say, <laughs> like, oh, look at the little baby. He's drinking a lager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, you're about right. I think. So yeah, Lord Barker from Gundog Ales. And it's a stout. And uh, well, what is it? I mean, I, I don't really understand quite, the process of brewing beer. Uh, is it more it hops or more something else that they add to make it stouty? Uh, stouty is that even a, is that even a word? No, I don't think it is. I'm not quite sure. I'll have to I'll have to find out what the difference is as to why they do it, what they do to make it stoutier. Stouty. <clears throat> Yeah, the gentleman of stouts, it says, Gundog Ales, a craft brewery in the Northamptonshire village of Woodford Holes. Oh, it's actually a North Northamptonshire brewery. It's actually real close oh, to you. Well, well, so what I've got to say now is it's lovely. <laughs> it's just great. It's known for its range of contemporary real owls for cask and bottle. Lord Barker is a gentleman of the beer world, dark, smooth, and rich, with a clean, refreshing taste. Yeah. It's a stout that demands respect. In the words of head brewer James Pickering, Lord Barker is a great example of putting a twist on tradition to create an interesting modern stout for today's beer market. When I demand respect, I use a gun. 
<laughs> well, it is from Gundog Ales. Oh, okay. If you, there, see, if there you, you become best friends with Lord Barker, why not try another Gundog Ale? They're perfectly house trained. <laughs> Wait, is he a dog, a man, or a lord? Uh, he's a dog who is a lord. <laughs> lordy, 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 lordy. Anyway. Yeah. It's got a kind of, I can't, I can't nail, it's kind of. Well, stouts are, aren't generally, aren't stouts a little bitterer than, than like a mm. lager? Mm. Well, it can be. This one's got a, an unusual flavor. Hmm. Anyway. But it grows on you like a fungus. It's because it is growing on me. Yes. <laughs> Ever since you found out it was made in, <laughs> in your practically next door. Yeah, in Woodford Holes isn't far from me, actually, I've got to say. Woodford Holes, is that really the name? Is that Wood, is, Woodford, Woodford Holes is a village. Oh. It's um, Woodford, uh, obvious spelling. Holes is H-A-L-S-E, Woodford Holes. H-A-L-S-E, Holes. Yeah. Oh, Holes. I thought yeah. you were saying well, Holes. Second. I thought you were saying H-O-L-E-S. Woodford Holes. <laughs> <laughs> See? I'm still hearing that. <laughs> So I'm picturing I'm picturing a piece of wood in a hole and a bunch of people just standing around and going, yeah, we live here. And with dogs. And we're dogs drinking ales or drinking stout. We're, yeah. we're very they're fat. No, beers. they're fat dogs, which makes them stout. They do beers. <laughs> drinking, very good. I like that. <laughs> drinking like ales yeah. around ales, a hole yeah. that has a piece of wood in it. Yeah, very clever. Yeah, it sure sounded funnier a few minutes ago. <laughs> what, in your head? Well, yeah, but that's usually where – I, I tell the best jokes that no one will ever hear. <laughs> you tell the best jokes to yourself. That's right. Yeah. It's like, boy, that was a real knee slapper guy. Too bad you can't actually say it out loud <laughs> without getting into serious trouble. I guess it's a problem, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, it really comes down to somebody else's problem. It's an S E it's an S E P. Douglas Adams would be so proud. S E P. What's an S E P then? Oh, if you, you've read all the, the hitchhiker's guides books, right? Uh, What do you mean? All of the books? No, I haven't read all of the books. Well, there were five of them in the trilogy. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. There were no, five books read, in the trilogy. I, I haven't read all the books, no. Okay. Well, there was um, – they had come well, out with well a, a – Well, me. I don't remember which one it was, but there was a uh, a faster-than-light drive that was based on the math that people do in uh, Italian restaurants. Right. And basically, you know, they, you know, they, they, they don't want people that don't – that aren't from – you know, spacefaring races to see their spaceship. So they actually mm-hmm. made it look like an Italian restaurant because they, cool. f- they figure, you know, people walking by, will just look at it and say, Oh, it's another Italian restaurant. It'll be gone tomorrow. You know? And so they didn't have to bother with cloaking devices and light bending devices and, and all this. They just made it look like a restaurant that'll probably be out of business in a week. <laughs> that Douglas Adams, boy, oh boy. He was off the he was off the planet, wasn't he? Really? Yeah. Wait. What do you mean? Was that was almost clever? I, yeah, almost. That's about as clever as I get. <laughs> oh, 
All right. Why don't you bring us into the last bit? And we'll, we'll okay. Scram right through this thing. Scram. Scram. Uh, you still recording? Okay. Yeah. But, you know, you were starting to Cylon a little bit and you'll hear it when you listen back to it, but it wasn't enough to, to make me go, ha, 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 ha. Okay. Unless I really felt like going, ha, 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 ha.